Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm excited for Shane today. Shane, uh, are you excited about the baseball game? <laughs> I, I am. I'm not a sports guy, but mm-hmm. a chance to hang out and, you know, games are more fun in person than they are on TV yeah, baseball but, uh, also like really sucks, but this is something that's fun and you know, I don't talk about this kind of stuff that much anymore. I used to when I first moved here, but like yeah, it is kind of a fun thing. So so Nick we, It's relaxing to go to a baseball park. Well, that, well it's different. My company is doing for us, you know, which is nice. Oh where so what's the team there? So it's like a it's a minor league team called the Mallards, yeah. and they have a section called the Duck. I love the name. They have a section called the Duck Blind, and if you Google pictures of Madison Mallards Duck Blind, you'll see no one in the Duck Blind is watching the baseball game. Yeah. Because it's all you can eat and drink in that spe- that special area. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of expensive <laughs> for tickets. That's really dope. Your company did that. Um, yeah. The last time I went was like 2018 i think 2017 we went because um there was a guy that was he's a writer for tone madison it's like an online zine and he was um he he was going and asked if we wanted to go only because he had seen early pictures of a, a bobblehead like almost every year there's a you know you go to baseball games they give you free stuff sometimes like there's a bat yep. day and a ball day and, yep well, at the Mallards, they give out, every, like, once, I think, a year, a Chris Farley bobblehead. Oh, because Chris Farley. It, I think because he's from here. I think it's why they want to do that. Or he went to college here. I can't remember which it is. Or he died here. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I don't like to remind people about the deaths that happened here because everyone's not, we're like, oh, we got two leaks. And people are like, didn't one of them kill Otis Redding? Anyway, so... Yeah. Um, he, uh, but, but they give out this bobblehead and he was like kind of mad about it. This writer was, cause he's like, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And we're like, so we're all going today. Free, well, hang on. They're all always free, <laughs> but it, he's like, you know, we're going just so I can get this so I can write an article about it. And you can still look up the article if you Google like Madison Mallard's, uh, uh, Chris Farley bobblehead. Uh, I think he calls it an abomination, is what the title of the article is. But when you, uh, I, ha- I have it. It's pretty fucking horrendous. It's a pretty fugly bobblehead now that he, he brings it up. But, like, he compared it to all the years. But we by no means gave a shit about the baseball game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not, I don't wear bald caps often. But and I, I, if I was gonna get one, I've, I've been considering a lawsuit against the Colorado Rockies because their logo is CR, which is my nickname, right? So, oh, and, nice. and hey, they, I actually, and I've had, go ahead. Sorry, I've had that nickname longer than the team existed. So technically, yep. I have precedent on the name. But I'm uh, going to use this <laughs> as a way to transition into. 
the episode <laughs> because I would kind of like to talk about this before we do our uh, our job. Uh, okay. I was talking yesterday about how tis the season for litigation, and it's going mm. the way that a lot of people like. It's not going the way that I would have assumed um, because, and, and I have a theory. Put my tinfoil hat on. I think because of the Amber Heard trial, I think there's a lot of other people that were looking at that and are like, okay, I think we know how to proceed now because like Alex Jones had to pay like $45 million or something to the Sandy Hook mm-hmm. uh, families. Um, what's the other one that happened? It's Oh, The View is paying Rittenhouse 22 mil oh, good uh, for defamation. And then uh, Better Call Saul's getting sued by Liberty Mutual. No. Yeah. Because they named their uh, shitty, you know, rip-off tax refund thing, Sweet Liberty. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, no, they're like, this is confusing because it's using our logo, which the logo is the Statue of Liberty. Like, you can't, you can't... You can't copyright the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that's fucking stupid, man. Like, if that happened, no one could name anything Bucky in Madison, and that, everyone would go out of business because everything's either called Bucky something or Badger something. So they fucking uh, love that they picked a badger. Um, I like, I like, a, I like Bucky. That's yeah, he's a, he's a I think lawsuit. our college mascot should be Skinny Pete myself. But, um, <laughs> but I, like I, I said, okay I, aside from the Colorado Rockies thing, like I, I love to look at like minor league teams that mm-hmm. like and their logos and like oh, it'd be really fun to get that baseball hat just because it's so different and you know it's not sure. known probably far you know, outside of that league and that sort of local area. And there's some really cool, fun teams. Or like, like, like I love the Albuquerque the isotopes. Yeah. Yes. Like I actually <laughs> thought about getting an isotopes hat at one point, but now <laughs> I want to see, I want to see what a Montgomery biscuits hat looks like. <laughs> Welcome to the better call Saul podcast brought to you by the Baltic Beck season six pod two episode 11 breaking bad season two episode eight better call Saul season six pod two episode 11 breaking bad season two episode eight better call Saul. I'm stuck in a loop. His name is Shane. Hello. His name is Nick. Hello. Nick, Colorado Rockies. What time is it, Shay? <laughs> hey, it is, it is, as long as you're getting out of your time loop, it is uh, time for the pop quiz. Everybody's favorite part of the show, right? Uh, I had to Google yeah. what episode was better call Saul in Breaking Bad. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is a funny thing. And yeah. so then I started typing and typing and typing. I was it's like, recursive. all right, how many times can I get away with doing it before? It, 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 it's like the knock-knock joke. Orange. Um. <laughs> Well, first off, I'm going to say thank you, because we have uh, quiz questions sent in by two of our wonderful listeners. I noticed that. Uh, That's awesome. That is always awesome. Uh, So we always appreciate that. Uh, If anybody else, we got two more of these episodes coming up. If anybody wants to send quiz questions, how would Mm -hmm. they do that trend? Send them to BalticEffect at gmail.com. Make sure to put in the subject line quiz questions or questions or quiz or questions. Nick and Trent, don't look at this, you dirty cheaters. (laughs) You Montgomery Biscuits and you Colorado Rockies, you better not damn look at our shit. This is quiz questions for the quiz master, Shane, the future That's it. If you can fit all that in the subject line, we appreciate it. Oh, you can put a whole email in the subject line. Let me tell you how I know, because I work with people. (laughs) And you see an email and you're like, there's nothing in this email. And then you look up and you're like, oh, God, it's you can scroll in a subject line. Yes. 
Well, the first person who successfully sent us one of those emails this week is our good buddy, Bricktails. Woo! Woo! Thank you, Bricktails, as always. Uh, first question from him. Uh, he wants to know, how many holes did Emilio and Crazy 8 shoot in the door of the Methabago? Oh, man, this, I love this type of question. This is, I really like this. This is something that I feel like we've probably okay. answered before on the Breaking Bad podcast a million years ago. I yeah. have they a, showed it again here. Yeah, I have a reason. <laughs> oh, that's probably wrong. All right, I'm shoot, shooting from the hip. Every time I overthink these, I shoot from the hip. And we're doing oh, the right dang. Rules. I um, love that everybody yeah. that listened to the original Behind the Cutting Edge podcast refers to it as the Methabago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we def- I refer to it as that in my notes today. Twice. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, um, I got an answer from Trent. Um, let's go with uh, Trent said five. Um, Nick, what's the correct answer? Oh. I'm sorry to say Trent, but it's five. Well, I was counting in my head, and then I thought, for a second I thought six, but then I was like, but wait, I I could be way wrong on this, but I thought maybe he had a revolver, just because the show kind of has a history of a lot of revolvers, and I was Mm -hmm. thinking, if that's the case, I think like one shot got fired into the air or some shit, or at something, and then probably the shots from inside were like the remainder of the bullets, and that's what dropped me at five. And you couldn't think, hit did the I shoot five bullets or did I shoot six? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You couldn't hit the broadside of a methabago if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He hit the door. He missed the rest <laughs> of the side, uh, which is the most replaceable part of the outside. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like That's it's really just screws. Point. Everything else has like seals and shit. It's just probably like four <laughs> fucking screws, and you go to a junkyard to buy another one. Or there yeah. was like five or six in that town. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next question, Bricktails. Uh, what does Jesse call the Methabago? Oh, Ooh. we're going to be talking about this a lot later, I feel. <laughs> There's a reason for it. I, I, uh... What does a uh, 42-year-old Jesse, in his deep, gravelly voice, call the, the Methabago? Oh. Yeah, I actually didn't hate what de-aging was done. I like that the... Oh, uh, was there? I, I didn't think They there said had that they did done. for um, Jimmy. I saw a bit of an article uh, about it, but then also I think leaving the caps on up top was a good yeah, call. I want to talk about that, too. Because everyone's forehead gets bigger. It just well, happens. And you we know? saw El Camino, and we saw Walt in a ball yeah. cap. It looked really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that the just because those caps are also another an extra callback. I mean, it was in the scene, but also like with the the webisodes and shit like that. Like those are nice. Well, you both sent me uh, the same answer again. Uh, the crystal ship. You both get the point again. There's a Although... reason for that, Shane. I'll explain later. I'll explain why we both got both of those exactly right. I don't know if you can tell by my tone. But well, you say exactly. got claws today. You say exactly. Uh, Bricktails did spell it with a K, and you guys spelled it with a C. Just so you know. Oh, like the restaurant or the lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like, like the, the person, Crystal. Yeah. So, right. uh, next question is one of the the specialty things that we do on our podcasts. It's cat, dog, bird, pig. <gasps> I love cat, dog, bird, pig. Anybody not familiar with that is you know. Everything can be divided into either cat, dog, bird, or pig. Yep. Uh, but this Everything. is an easy one. Uh, this is an easy one, I think, because we're not asking what something is like. We're saying, what is it? Yeah. 
What is the mascot of J.P. Wynn High School? Fuck! I didn't even don't fucking have to tell me it. the exact thing. But you have to tell me whether oh, it is a cat, a dog, fuck. a Yeah, there's the big banner at the end of the episode. I, yeah, there is damn. a picture on the banner. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna just take a guess based on. You got a one in four chance. Yeah. All right. Well, we got it here. Trent says cat. Nick says bird. The answer is bird. We see an eagle or a hawk silhouette yep. on the nice. science fair banner. Well done. I actually thought it was a raven, but I'd have to go look again. I, mean, I saw a video the other day yeah, of two ravens flying together. They said, which I hear every now and then, that an animal mates different animals they mate for life. And then I hear, like, years later, no, that's bullshit. But, like, I saw a video that was, like, ravens mate for life. And you can see how in sync they are. And there's, like, two ravens doing these incredible synchronized flying flips and whippy-doos to the air. And I'm like, how stoned are these fucking ravens? But it was, <laughs> it was, I was mesmerized. They had a lot of sandwiches. I, I was very beautiful and very pretty. Uh, next question. Walt Jr. would love Big Pats, which has oh. breakfast all day. Yeah. But he would especially love coming on Sundays for the all-you-can-eat buffet. When is the buffet? Yeah, that's a, say that's, on Sundays. That's a fucking a incredible <laughs> poll with uh, Junior. That's so fucking funny. I love... I, I had forgotten about the Walt Jr. breakfast memes. It's just because uh, it's the only uh, time <laughs> that the family's all together, you know, yeah, and yeah. they're tired enough to not be full throttle at each other. Uh, well, you both... <laughs> Again, you both sent me the same answer. You both said 11 to 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither one of you said 11 to 3 U.S. American Central Time Zone, but we're going to go with the 11 to 3. Uh, wait a sec. The Central Time Zone is international, and time zones were invented by a Canadian. So that's... Okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> you know what? I will relinquish any of my... Okay, I, I, I recognize <laughs> you as the... You are the Time Lord, so... So you're like double qualified now. I'm sorry I ever questioned, <laughs> sir. One of the things that they used to do on the original Star Trek back in the day was the character of Chekhov was Russian. And yeah. anything that they ever brought up, he would say, oh, you know, that was really invented in Russia. Mm, any, yeah. any, you know, thing that came up, oh, well, yeah, that's that's based yeah. off something that some little old lady invented in Moscow. So it could be our uh, Canada guy, you know, oh, the time zones were invented in Canada. You'll well, be our, uh, Canadian you ever see the movie My Con. Big Fat Greek My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Oh, a long time ago in under duress. Yeah, yeah. but I like remember Windex. Yeah, but the daughter talking about how the father will point out like any word that's of Greek origin. Like, oh yeah, okay. yeah, that's my dad to a T. You know that comes from the Greek <laughs> word blah blah blah. You know. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, so when I saw that movie, I was with my sister. We both fell out of our chairs when they did that. <laughs> this was so funny. It's like so true. Oh, we have uh, one last question from Bricktails. Uh, he says, sadly for my predictions, Kim doesn't seem to live in Kansas City or Red Cloud. Mm. What city is Kim living in yeah. during uh-huh. the gene time? And I've actually heard of this place. Shane, did you when we were down in Bama? When you were down in Bama? Um, eh, you know, it might be something. I heard the name one time or something. Yeah, I've I never can't heard remember what I knew. Place people went. It just sounds like one wrong. Like, oh, I've heard of that, but I don't know why I've heard of it. I wonder if there's like something there that someone's talked about. Hey, speaking of something else there also too, <laughs> this weekend is, I was talking to Nate last night because it, it occurs to me I'm pushing up on becoming old man Madisonian, which he's been for a long time. Like, you know, when you get two old dudes that have been living in a town long enough, they can sit and have coffee and be like, remember when that building was that? And, it used to be that? And, I, and I took a leak on the side of that building that used to be that. So we were just talking about shit going on, and it's just funny because um, this weekend, 
Well, okay, so next weekend is the Taste of the Midwest. Shane, one of these years, man, if I can get you a ticket, I'm going to get you. If I can get one ticket, I'm giving it to you um, because I really want you to experience it. That's the one that it's hard to get to, right? Yeah, you can camp out overnight to get it. I don't ever want to do that because it happens at a time of the year that it can and does snow, so, like, I don't want to do that. But I always just knew – I've been, like, four times, and I've never camped out for tickets. But a lot of my contacts have moved away. But if I can get one, I'm going to hook you up. But I I don't – I'm not itching to go again because it takes off a few years of your life every time you go. It's uh, <laughs> it's like 500 beer vendors come okay. to Olin Park. So if anybody ever Googles, like, Madison, Wisconsin, the image that comes up that's like a cross water showing this rounded building, that's taken from Olin Park. Real pretty mm. park, and you get this beautiful – you get this, you see the sky, skyscape of the city. And then uh, these beer vendors roll in, they set up tents, and they give you a small glass, and you go from tent to tent getting a sample of their beers. And, like, it's impressive what level of drunk you can get doing that for, samples. Eight, like, eight hours. Yeah, yeah. like, it's <laughs> – it's and you're out in the, in the August sun, like, you, it, like, it's hot as shit. So that's next weekend. This weekend's the CrossFit Games. We're the mecca for CrossFit in Madison. Oh, dude. Every People from across the, the world. Uh, I remember that the first time I came to Madison, which is four years ago now, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, was during the CrossFit Games. Yeah. And I always think about like how crowded it was, but also like flying home in the the tiny Madison airport. It's not mm-hmm. a big airport. No. But it was just full of people going home from the CrossFit Games. A lot games. of jacked dudes and ladies. I was like, I am the <laughs> smallest, weakest person in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> they literally are like the fittest one weekend and then the fattest the next weekend. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, uh, you both said Titusville, Florida, uh, which is correct, but Nick also said Titusville, Florida, United States American, so we appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> but, you're, he, uh, but you each get a point for that. You're right, but you're not the geography lord, that's Brick Tales. Yeah, I know. Yes, uh, absolutely. I was just, you know... <laughs> give and take, give and take. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. So that's the last of the Bricktails questions. Thank you again, Bricktails. Brick awesome. Our next group of questions are brought to you by the letter L for Lana. Oh, oh. Lana's sponsored now. That's awesome. Good for her. I knew <laughs> things would take <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, so uh, Lana's a big get. I'm trying to, I was trying to get him, <laughs> but uh, L's, you know. We're in advanced talks with a with an O right now. Um, oh, what is the, the name and date of birth of the first guy they steal from? Ooh, that's one I of those little some, tiny, tiny uh, detail questions. I have to do some scrolling here. Bear they, had, they had, you know, IDs out. IDs so out. You're going to get a question about it. And uh, his name was not public, so you know. I uh, know. He's... So you want name and and birth date? Is that what you wanted? Uh, yes. Looks like you've sent me that. Yeah, I got both. He, okay. Good luck, Nick. He's a youngster. He's born. All right. Uh, it's a concept. You know, it's he's a, born. Oh, wait a sec. If you do so, if you do the date the uh, U.S. American way, he's older. <laughs> than, he's older than me. But if you do it the international way, he's younger than me. Well, I'm going to read Nick's uh, answer first. Uh, <laughs> Nick said uh, Albert Hawthorne Hill, mm. uh, 61167, uh, mm. which is correct. Yep. But now I want to read Trent's answer. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing in anticipation. I already know what's coming. 
<laughs> Why well, I got the right uh, one? I'm sorry that man. yours is is wrong, and he lied to you just now. I'm sorry. Dick's that... answer is right, but Trent's answer is better. Trent says, uh, <laughs> "Franklin, numbstump person, six nine sixty nine. Yep, six nine sixty nine. Oh yeah. I, I put those backwards. Them. It was supposed to be September, so I did the <laughs> oh, European okay. one. I'm, I'm very posh. Yeah. All right. And next up, uh, how? Oh hey, here's a question. It's one of those that uh, hopefully you paid attention to the previous set of questions. How many pieces of tape are covering the bullet holes in the RV? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that could be a different answer, though, because there might be more or fewer pieces of tape than there are bullet holes. Good point. Depends on how, what time, where we are in the timeline. Hey, you both said five. Good job, guys. Five five pieces of tape. Um, Next up, the money is being hidden in a box with what brand of alcohol? Ah, shit. I didn't even see that. You didn't? Oh, I wrote this down. Uh, let's go with a uh, good old. I know that there's an answer I would give if I didn't know, but. Uh... <laughs> okay. I mean, I know what's like reference. I would have said but... uh, if I didn't know, I would have said Zafio Aneo just to say it. But um... yeah. <laughs> well, that's Princess... like a yeah, that's like a really nice ass wooden. Although I would have kept that box before I would have kept the fucking stopper because like how many fun things could you put in that wooden box for? Zafira. <laughs> like, that'd be amazing. Trent's basically a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In love with boxes. Anyway. I love a uh, good box. Trent says, uh, Beef Eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick has uh, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, which is the correct answer. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ. You deserve this win more than any win you've ever won. <laughs> That's a, well, really, not only is that a good yet. question, but also good on you for getting that answer. This was very, it was very. I was just impressed all around at what just happened. <laughs> all right, I gotta ask if you're ready for a three for Trixie. I don't do Ooh. three in a day. I don't know how many years. I gotta tell you. I, I look. I meant to talk to my union rep about this. Okay, I've I've talked enough. Sorry, Trixie. It's just we're almost done with the show. We only have two more of these. It's, that doesn't mean you can squeeze a little extra juice out of the the berry, honey. <laughs> well, we got we I got didn't a know question where that here. was going when I started it. We got a question here with three answers anyway. Uh, tell me, please, what vitamins does Francesca check that Saul has taken? Ah, oh, fudge. Uh, like yeah. the only nice thing um, she says to him. The only thing about are you taking care of yourself is... Oh, uh, I got something to say about this after we do the answer. Okay. All right. Uh, so I got three... I need three answers, please. Yeah. Oh. Uh, That's why it's a three for Trixie. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got three for I'm sorry that it seems like it's No, no, Trent, it's wonderful. I love it. It's not that I don't care. I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I care so very much. You're paying attention to other things. I, I remember her saying it. I just, uh, like, you, I'm, yeah, I'm fried. <laughs> you're, you're paying attention to, you know, uh, how much you don't like the episode. Okay. You, uh, you're you picking up on that already, huh? You can feel it. I picked up on that last week. Uh, okay. Oh, but this episode, it, though. All right, let's 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 keep going. Nick says uh, fish oil, B12, mm-hmm. and L-anginine. Uh, Trent says B12, B11, and B10. Uh, so, <laughs> so by the by the rules of Trixie, uh, Nick gets two points. Well done. Uh, okay. 
And that's it for our uh, email questions. However, Excellent questions, Lana. I, I got love something that... to say, though. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Well, there's yeah. more questions. But well, I was going to say that her and Bricktails, it's cool. The fucking tape on the door, that's like, that's. I love that kind of question. It's so good. Anyway. No, I was just going to say, because I'm pretty sure this won't come up in another question, but uh, talk about being stuck in an infinite loop. So I watched the... Better Call Saul episode, Breaking Bad, which we're mm-hmm. talking about today. Then I watched the Breaking Bad episode, Better Call Saul. Okay. And then I had to watch the Better Call Saul episode called Breaking Bad, and I was caught in an infinite loop until you it guys happens. called me yeah. on Skype today. <laughs> That's all, but, I assume that but, yeah, you were going to do all week long. But, yeah. but the first uh, first time we ever hear the name Francesca is, is when Saul is walking through police headquarters after meeting Badger. And he's on his little Bluetooth thingy, mm-hmm. and she's he's like, "Which one is these? Which one of these pills are these?" The yeah, and he's yeah. she's going over his vitamins with him. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, now we've got some questions that I wrote for you guys. Uh, first one, uh, I'm two things here, but it's not really a tricksy question. I'm just going to ask you, uh, what can you not put down the sink? So I can just go sit uh, down over here if you don't need me for this one. You said you don't. Yes, tri- Trixie, we're done. We're done, okay. Trixie. Okay. okay. Well, I, I feel bad. I came off kind of harsh. I didn't mean to send you right to my union rep. He's a good guy, Bob. He's really nice. You can just, you know, if but but you don't even – I'll just sit down. Okay, sorry. Can I smoke okay. in here? Is that Or what about vape? Can I vape in I, here? I'm, I'm sure Trent doesn't mind. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, if you could not smoke, that's – like I, I even I go outside to smoke. Trixie, like it even is mine. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, what happened to this town? There used to be, you know, ashtrays everywhere. Okay, okay, Trixie. McDonald's, I, I know. Trixie, yeah. I got to answer well, my, my, my question. I gotta, I'm busy right now. Okay, well, I'll be right here. Okay, you're here. <laughs> anybody, um... Have you ever seen those videos of, like, animated, I mean, like, uh, voice actors in cartoons where they'll sit in a booth and just do different voices at each at themselves back and forth? <laughs> I was no going to say, do you ever watch D&D uh-huh. or play D&D and then you end up with two NPCs and you ask them to ask each other questions so you can sit back and watch the DM talk to themselves? Because <laughs> I do, and I feel bad, but I do it. <laughs> All right, well, I... Uh... Wow, I was surprised by these answers, guys, because uh, I actually did receive two different answers from you. Oh. Um, Trent says... Oh, no, I said the wrong fucking thing! You want to... Before I give the answer, you can no, send it. No, 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 Are you sure? I got it wrong, and I know what I got wrong. You go right ahead. Okay. I, this is fair, because you... I didn't know it until you said something, and I wouldn't have had... That's pro, above table. I... <laughs> I fucked up. Okay. All right. Well, Trent says sticks and stems. Right. That's not it. Nick says seeds and stems, which is the correct answer. Mm. You should get a point for honesty, though. No, but it's no, no. I fucked up. (laughs) I I said the dumb wrong thing, and I knew, I knew. Damn it, fuck. It's okay. All right, next question. Uh, Where did I put it? Oh, okay. So uh, Saul tells uh, Francesca to go find the rock that looks like New Jersey, or (laughs) or something else. What else could it? possibly look like i haven't looked this up to confirm it um <laughs> i just was i just chuckled because it's such an old timey thing uh let's see yeah all right you both you both sent the same answer again <laughs> alfred hitchcock in a feds very good i meant to Google oh my god it does like alfred there, hitchcock there's in actually feds. an image of it and i never got around to it well i just i just looked up outline of new jersey and it's like i, I would say oh, yeah okay that's alfred hitchcock well not a fez 
but it's the closest <laughs> thing. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, I have. Oh, here's a good question for you guys. Please tell me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because someone has done <laughs> a map of New Jersey and labeled it Alfred Hitchcock in a fez, and it comes up <laughs> on Google there. Image Search, and it comes up from three days ago, so you know. What yeah. inspired oh, yeah. them? <laughs> hey, does any of you boys notice Italy looks like to boot like a boot? Yeah, Trixie, we've seen we've seen that one. That's, uh... But yeah, it's a good it's a good pull. Okay, I'm here for any more hot takes if you need them. Well, uh, guys, the next pay, question I have for you guys for the, is: Do we pay uh, Trixie for the whole episode, or just we usually uh, play for uh, part? I think I think we just promised her a carton of Marlboro Reds. Did, um, it, did <laughs> accounting fuck up again? Am I gonna have to go down there and? Okay, all right. That's fine. Uh, next question. What? Uh, please tell me Walter White's middle name. Oh yeah, this has probably been a established a quiz question from you oh. or uh, Nate before. I have to oh. imagine it is. I probably, but yeah. I don't have the memory to go back and remember that. The the other person's middle name is harder <laughs> to remember. Uh okay. Well, you both said. Hartwell, uh, good job, guys. You both get a point for that. Uh, what? I'll, it's not a quiz question. Go ahead and tell me what's Jesse's middle name. Oh, I don't remember it. I was like, oh, you said it was harder to remember. It's Bruce. His middle name's Bruce. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Everyone All forgets right. it, even me. So, speaking of Jesse, final question of the quiz: If Walt is Heisenberg, who is Jesse? Uh-huh. And are these whose questions were these? Were these your questions? Mine. These are very good questions, Shane. Oh, thank you. These are very, very good ones. Um, I like it. <laughs> all the right, questions yeah. all around today. Not a single question made me go, this question sucks. <laughs> you guys are sharing a brain today because you are both sending me the same answer again, which is Igor. Very good. Uh, Igor. Good job, everybody. And, of course, Nick winds up winning uh, the quiz. Congratulations. Uh, so congrats, thank Nick. You. And, again, thank you to Bricktails and Lana. Yeah, yeah, very, and, uh, very much. Those are those are great. I think it's guys. time for uh, predictions. Yeah, mm. lots of predictions. Uh, I was thinking there's probably about. a lot this time. Yeah, and I, I'm just like two weeks from now in our fin- in our uh, series uh, Felina. Mm-hmm. Phoenix, yeah, the Felina. I can't speak Felina. Yeah, we're gonna have a load of predictions, and I I see predictions looming that I'm gonna get <laughs> proved wrong, and it's like. <laughs> No, I could do them right now, but no, I'll hold off because there's still a slightest chance that they can come through, like if there's a time warp or something. And so this is created by Vince Gilligan on the last episode. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or so, until we get better dial Lyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we get to uh, proven and disproven, let's – I just – have the category of judgment calls and discussion. So I okay. I don't know necessarily if we want to make a judgment call on these yet, but I just wanted to discuss them briefly. Um, the first one is a prediction that is made by Trent a couple of episodes back. He oh. said that at least one of the final six episodes, I think you made this before the second half of the season, um, at least one of the final six episodes will not have a stylized I video about that. videotape title opening. And I'm I'm. I don't I'm, think I'm, I got I'm, it. I don't think I got no, it. No. Yeah. No, not not yet because this this episode. And I don't think I will. Was, I think there'll it be. It was still a videotape, yeah. but it was like now it's switching to the Gene. 
images. I definitely, uh, I definitely meant for it to be like not what we had been seeing, but right. the fact that I phrased that's part of this game. The fact that I yeah. did it like that and they did what they did, which I think what they did is brilliant. Um, like I love yeah. going to blue, like the tape stopping and stuff. I and now it's yeah. transitioning to the new, the new world of of this person. Yeah. Like, like all the images it's being taped over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, yeah, everything else. Everything was Saul, and now it's Gene. It's just well, it's, starting it, to switch to It's like to what Gene. Shane's saying. Like, you know, anytime yeah. you would, like, record on top yeah. of a recording, when one would end, you might see the tail of what was left yeah. on there. It's like, yeah, good point. now we have yeah. Weekend at Bernie's, but then you catch the last boo-doo-doo of Terminator 2 that we recorded over. I don't know why you would right. put Weekend at Bernie's on top of T2. It's Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know. uh, and the other one uh, is uh, Nick H., the other Nick, uh predicted someone he's got a lawsuit with the the huskies uh the yeah so he said someone from gene's better call saw jimmy years uh will appear in the post breaking bad scenes and i thought about this i said well francesca is was i think francesca kind of counts yeah she's she is but she so she was from the Jimmy years, like she definitely came into Jimmy's life yep. when he was Jimmy. Hundo uh, even though the the character was originally from Breaking Bad. So, do we want to give a point for this? Absolutely. She is a she is absolutely a cohort from the time period. She made the fake phone calls all the way from the beginning. He made her head of a fake corporation. I yeah, she's in down for that as well. She's in but there as thick as other the, other people that he's grifted with and things like that. Even if she wasn't fully aware. But um, it's no, but it's from the Jimmy years, not yeah. the Breaking Bad years. So, I also feel no, like, it was in this I, show, I feel, which he's no. Yeah. I, I I I know okay. that there was a distinction of him getting his name changed, but people yeah. still regularly refer to him as Jimmy in this show. And given that yeah. she would have known him as Jimmy, well, technically. He wasn't going by Saul when he they first hired her. I don't think. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I know. I I just I was thinking the prediction was like like a, not like anyway. I, I think the like prediction. This, I don't think it's going to matter because I think I still think we're probably going to see Kim one more time. Yeah, I, I agree. So I agree. But I I'm going to let's, let's give him the point. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And this is very good news for Nick H. Uh, let's put it that way. So. Um, to go through then the 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 disproven predictions this week, uh, boy, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, first, let's go back to last week when we talked about episode titles because we know all the episode titles now um, for the final episodes. So we had a bunch uh, disproven last week. So Brick Tales said if Kim does take Jimmy's Sandpiper money, the episode will be called Better Call Kim. So we know that didn't happen. Bricktails also said there will be an episode in the second half of the season with the title Black and White that will feature Gene. Um, He also predicted there will be an episode in the second half of season six titled or called Off and On or On and Off when Tuco returns. Hot take. You went all in on these Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. All of those are better than what they're doing with the last names of the last few episodes. Hot take. Those are all (laughs) fucking brilliant ideas. And you paid for them with your points. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nick, uh, me, Nick, not Nick H. Uh, Nick Colorado a, Rockies. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. It said uh, the the episode where Mike returns the boxing gloves pendant to Tuco will be called Gloves On. That would have uh, been an amazing name as well. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. Again, better yeah. than what they actually did. Yeah. So lost the point there. So now other predictions that came not true this episode. Uh, Bricktail said in the Gene timeline, Kim has been living in Kansas City. Obviously, we answered that in the quiz. Um, Nate uh, said in the timeline where Gene is working at Cinnabon, Kim is in prison. Uh, and we know she has not been in prison. She's been working at Palm Coast Sprinklers in Titusville, Florida. And have um, we already crossed out mine for uh, her being dead? Because I, I think no, it's wait, safe to cross that out. Yeah, okay. No, we'll just get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, then we have Nate again uh, said, Old Jimmy, parentheses Gene, will visit Old Kim in prison near the end of the series. But she's not in prison, so... Yeah. Sorry, Nate. Uh, no point there. Or well, that we know of. There. We don't know what he fucking yeah. yelled about. We'll get to that in a right. fucking minute. Maybe he was yelling because yeah. he was in fucking jail. Probably not. But uh, I don't know, know what he, he fucking was yelling about. No fucking body else does either. I'm glad we watched that scene. I'm sorry. I'm, I know. Uh, I know what he yelled we'll, about. We'll get to it, Trent. I'm gonna go but, yell uh, into a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, me, Nick, lost a point. Another point because I said. Kim goes back to Red Cloud, Nebraska after she leaves Jimmy and mm. maybe working at the Hinky Dinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big no. Yeah. Uh, and Sadie, our former co-host, well, current co-host who's been away on a long assignment, um, she is said uh, Kim will be dead by the time Breaking Bad begins. And now we know Kim is not mm. dead. So she lost a point. But proven predictions, Trent. You said Kim will be alive when Breaking Bad Wait. again. Yep. I said alive? Back. Yeah, you made the counter prediction to Sadie way back, <gasps> way, way back. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why yeah. would I think that? I This whole time I've been saying I thought she was going to die. I told family members I thought she was going to die. I know, but you made this prediction. You said the one and you took what? the other side. You, you made this prediction. I'll tell you when you made this prediction. You made this prediction. Uh, way back in, like, season, uh, where did you say it? Oh, oh now, because I awarded points, it's not easy to find. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you made this way back at, at the same time Sadie made her prediction. Wow, so then, I won one out of you made spite. the counter I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, well, I'll bet the other way. Oh, mm-hmm. you bet on red, I'll bet on black. What? Uh, and here I, comes up yeah. Man, I can't believe yeah, I this... swore I bet she was fucking dead because I was thinking she's dead. Like I've been thinking that a long time. Wow, I got yeah, a point. This, this is back in season. This is back in season one or two. You made this prediction. I got a. So. I got. Yeah. A, I got a point in something. Yeah. Just so, he, so the standings have made some big shifts this week, uh, and we have a clear leader. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so here's, here's where we are this week. Uh, Adrian is at minus two. Brian is at zero. Bricktails is at minus 4.5. Uh, Eva is at minus two. Henry Brown is at minus two. Jeff is at minus one. Uh, oh, sorry. Did I read that wrong? Oh, sorry. Jeff is at one. I said Eva's minus one. Jeff is at one. Yeah. Lana is at minus four. 
Lily, minus six. Maria is at zero. Uh, Nate, minus two. Nick, me Nick, is at minus two. Uh, Nick H is at plus two and in the lead. Uh, Sadie is at minus three. Schmeisenberg's at minus one. Shane is at minus three. And Trent, you're even Steven at zero. Yay! Whoa! I should start making, yeah. like, shit predictions. Like, that I might win just to pull ahead. Like, they're going to have credits in the next episode or something. Or, like... I'm just, it'll I'm just be... happy because the I was sure that I was going to be at the bottom of the list for the longest time. And, you know, no, yeah. I'm... 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 I'm rapidly on my way down. Just wait for it. Also, <laughs> in, also, I'm happier. The sound of breaking even is so like heartwarming. Like when you think about in your life when you've like struggled for money, the point if if you're lucky enough to get to the point where like you like breaking even on stuff or paying debts off or whatever, that's almost more rewarding than being rich because the more money you get, the more problems you have. My man Biggie said that. Um, well, we've been doing this for like eight years, so like. Yeah. To break even after eight years. I know, I, I know. It's how long it took me to pay off my last big chunk of debt was eight fucking years. Well, let's talk I about. I gotta start making predictions like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bob Odenkirk will speak in the next episode. Bob will still be <laughs> into a silent episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but let's let's talk about this episode. The next episode will be on television. Yeah, it'll be. Well, who knows well, the fuck? Knows. I'll, I'll just start off by saying that as soon as the episode started, uh, I was like, Trent's not gonna like this. Uh, why? In the first part? Uh, well, no, I guess not as soon as it started, but as soon as they got back to the, uh, Gene and, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? I was in love with... Once they got to Gene and the old lady and her son, the taxi driver, Jeff. Marion and Jeff? I was in love with this episode up until a certain point, and it's a little further than you would expect. And it's because I didn't expect it either. I do want to bring up something um, quickly. It's going back a pinch, but then I'll, I'll bring it back in. Uh, after last week's episode, because, you know, I, I didn't care for last week's, but I also said I didn't want to shit back on it because I, I, I saw a lot of stuff that I thought a lot of people could enjoy out of it. Um, that was a half measure. They then went and made this episode. <laughs> I should have taken a whole measure. Um, I even read the Forbes article where they were just fucking tearing into last week's episode. And I was like, wow, I feel really like a piece of shit. And then I watched this one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The one time I fucking take it easy. My own integrity on the line. I did it for something I loved. And then they took this episode and squat cobbler in my mouth, if, in my <laughs> opinion. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in due time. Um, but the beginning of it, yeah, we're, I actually really dug the opening shots in the Methabago. I thought it was really dynamic and it looked fucking cool and it was tense. And we got those hits of the things we've all t- seen before. We got the keys. Those have been problematic. The red phosphor is problematic. We got the fucking round bottom. Um, it, it, it looked great and it was very dynamically shot. And, uh, well, technically they were all a bunch of little static shots. But they were shaky and cool looking and the music was great and... Thought it was pretty pretty dope. Um, I, I, we, we talk about that. Do you, or do we want to go? Can, do we want to go ahead and talk about all the Methabago stuff at once? Uh, I'm good with that, or going in order, whatever you want to do. Well, if we go in order, the next thing is Francesca's a slumlord. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, she invested in real estate uh, in the uh, real estate biz, which is not as glamorous as. Uh, it sounds. No, we didn't see uh, uh, sticks and seeds, but we did see something in the sink. Did anybody else see what the normal sink stuff was? 
It was a che- I thought it was it's a Cheerio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it a Cheerio? It like some sort of cereal or something. Yeah. yeah. I could. I my scale was way off. I thought at first I thought it was a donut in, in like wondering... a deep a deep fryer, and then I thought, oh, is it like a floating like scrubbing pad? Like it's a, the eyeball of a dead teddy supposed... bear. <laughs> I think we might have been supposed to think it was a donut in a fryer, like uh, uh. at Cinnabon or something. But then uh... yeah. you guys remember in. Uh... Once upon a time in Hollywood, when he's like, "Are you real?" He's like, "I'm as real as a donut, motherfucker." Anyway, um, <laughs> I love, oh God, it's so funny. Um, so, so yeah, we, she, she's. It's time for the call. So she argues with the stoners, makes a jerk off joke. Yeah. They call her. Narca. I was a, gra- a grammar cop. They have no idea what conjugation. Is. I. They didn't understand <laughs> half of what they were saying. Aspersion. <laughs> I don't even really know what that is. Um, but she she leaves to go to this this phone call that we the titular call we've been waiting for the the yeah. one that you better do the better call Saul uh, she does and um, this is where I was disappointed interesting yeah. because yeah. I still wasn't I am interested to hear this so 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 this phone call was them it was a catch up thing but also he was yeah. paying her to do that yeah but I just thought like is that it like it's just oh. This like be at this number at this time in this future date, mm-hmm. and then it's just so. What's going on? Yeah, we I, kind of built it up. I think. Well, in our like mind. I. That's like, why I every time you brought up be... that call, I never thought about it because it, it just didn't. Maybe that's why it didn't bum me out as much because I was like, I don't think yeah. it's gonna be anything because it didn't. It was such a small thing, and then but it was it, like, yeah, oh, it was like, just a catch up call. But like, but they. I mean, I I don't know. In my mind, like, because they, you know, it was a cold opener two seasons ago so it's like oh what's this call going to be about like it's going to be part of his escape plan or something and it's like nope just wants to know how hot it is how's you doing how's Scooby doing i I do like Uh, we like find some information out in this call Um, yeah i mean it gave a lot of plot points uh first time they've mentioned skylar in uh, better call Saul. Mm -hmm. and uh two two things really stood out for me number one we know that uh the plan worked with Jesse's car that they think Jesse's in Mexico mm-hmm. uh, from El Camino. And yeah. uh, number two, yeah, cause after what, Badger, nine years. Badger drove it down and then hitchhiked yeah. back or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then number two is after nine years of waiting from the end of uh, Breaking Bad, finally we know that Huell did not die in that room alone. Yeah, I actually oh. said I. I actually said I'm so glad that Yule isn't still sitting. In Somebody that came back for him. Room. You can go now, yeah, Yule. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> dead. Also, we're gonna need you to turn over some states in states. Uh, what's yeah. it called? Uh, states evidence. Yeah, states evidence. Otherwise, your ass is gonna get a jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was happy to hear that Yule. I was. I actually the, right when I was watching it in the live chat, I typed that. I was like, I'm so glad Yule's no longer in that hotel room. But. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I was expecting the phone call to have a little bit more impact or importance than it just being a. And it's just like a catching up and goodbye forever. And yeah, that, it was I, punctuated I like with that. some funny stuff, but it it wasn't like hugely revelatory. But the fact that yeah. she just like, where's my bitch? Better give me my bitch. Better have my money. And he tells and her I guess where's money, and she the... just drops the phone and goes to get the money, and I'm like, fucking yep. good for you. And yeah, then when you, when she gets all the information out, she just hangs the fuck up, and I'm like, good yeah. for you. Get out of there. Take your fucking money and run. Good for you. Something and I guess it does that, sort of... Uh, the, Sorry, that, 
him begging her to stay on the line with him for a minute reminded them of uh, Walt. Uh, Walt, yeah, in, in the uh, cabin, mm-hmm. begging uh, that dude to stay. Oh, with yeah. R.I.P. to Robert Forster when he's just like, "I'll give parallel, you a million yeah. dollars for like thirty minutes." Yeah. And even then, Robert Forster was like, like he still drove Google. a hard bargain. It was still like, "I'm only doing X, Y, and Z" or something like that. And I, I remember it being like, even though he's giving him that much money. It's still on Robert Forster's terms. Like that's how little he they wanted to be associated with them because they they can and did ruin people's lives. Yeah, um, yeah. it's pretty interesting. But I I uh, um, I think it also uh, raises the potential that even though he took a lot of cash with him, he he's obviously well. I think he's. Is he out of money or is he short on well, money? Well, like, so so we'll let's we'll pick up, we'll pick that up when we come to that because I do want to talk okay. about it as well because we do have yeah. some hints to some things later. But the, like she, the ending of just, this said, I want to get to before we move away from it because it's it's one of yeah. my big like tent poles but, of fuck this episode that because once we get through Francesca's stuff, yeah, yeah, she brought up that you know I think she was you, hinting at like this is probably pennies it. that you're giving me. You know, you made out with fucking tons and he's like the fuck I did like name all the stuff that they got that I was making money off of. Because he was yeah. tied up in a lot of things. He wasn't as liquid. Um, well, and he had to pay the disappearer. And, yeah, yeah. You know. That that probably ate up a good bit of his liquidity. Um, but, <laughs> but he was, you know, putting things through shell corporations. But the ending of all of this goes to him leaving, coming back, and making uh, a phone call that was yeah. to Kim's work, and we have no idea oh, what happened. Other than and he's upset. I know. I know what made him so mad. What? I think that we're gonna find out, Trent. I think that we're gonna she find said, out. My guess is that uh, he tried contacting her and they wouldn't put him through, or they told him uh, she's saying she doesn't want to talk to you. Okay. I think Nick, what are you saying? I think she said. No, I, I'm joking. I saw a meme that said what it is, and like oh. he, she said, "I fucked Ted," and he lost. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's yelling at Kim there. I think he's yelling at whoever answered the phone and wasn't putting him through again. Oh, really? And probably maybe like maybe or he got her on the phone and she was like, "How can you call me here in the middle of this?" And then that spurred him on the next part. Or what if they said, "No, she left and went somewhere we won't tell you." What if there's so many fucking things they they could have put in here, but mm. then did nothing? I'm so frustrated. I stopped it and thought I missed something because that's how little I think of myself. And the show played on my self-esteem and I backed it the fuck up, which is like hauling bricks up a hill on AMC+. And I get back to the beginning of the shit scene and no, even with closed captions on, you're not supposed to understand word fucking one of this. This is the last season and this is the shit you're giving me two episodes before the end. I did see and i didn't read any further but i did see a tweet or a headline or something that thomas schnauz who directed mm-hmm. wrote and directed this episode said we will find out what was said in that phone call well cool but he's yeah. also the one that you shared that tweet with us saying that there are some people and they know who they are that will be bored to tears by this episode uh unfortunately oh, i uh, yeah you shared that with us um, I shared it with oh that's like oh, last shane did okay yeah? Well, he said his episode, this is his episode. He was talking about this one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't exactly understand the tone of his joke, because I'm bad at reading tweets. I don't, I'm not a tweeter. I'm not a Twitterer, Twitterist. 
Um, but I, I, mean, I, uh, I, I, it wasn't a boring episode. It was just so far where we are right now. Not, I don't think there's one bit of information that we didn't already have that's been imparted to us. We saw the inside of the Methabago. Do you know how much we've seen of that? A whole ass other show of it. We've seen Francesca. I mean, she became a landlord. That's new information. Good for her. Diversify that portfolio, girl. Um, outside of Kim is. Uh, yeah, we found out where Kim is. Okay, maybe, maybe she might not be there, videos. Shane. That absolutely could be. Now, cat videos. I was thinking about this. I, I was. I still love cat videos. I think cat. See, videos I think. Are like the I think that's a dangerous move teaching Marion how to use the internet. It's true, especially if she looks yeah. up uh, Jeff's old home of Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, let's move into this part. I start. I almost called him '90s. I almost called him Cosby sweater, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't want to do that." '90s sweater. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, this leads into going into you know the 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 Griff being back on, like him starting mm-hmm. it up and taking from people. Um, in my opinion, this whole bit of business is doubling down on the mistake of last week. In my opinion. Um, when I was being kind and saying, I think there's, I can see some people enjoying this. Um, I overlooked a lot of flaws to what they did. And one major one that I, I was like, I, oh, you know, things happen. And I was trying to be like considerate of people trying to make this stuff for us. But the recasting of that guy of 90s sweater absolutely does impact how this was, because this is not the way that that guy was in a previous episode. This, this ha- I kind of agree with that. It, like, it completely shifts the tone. And and I thought about it again this episode. I thought if it was that other actor, I think mm-hmm. this would have a very and, different now I'm jumping feel. ahead a, a bit, but when he's yeah. like, oh, I could see both sides to both of these things. That was not the attitude of this character when he was the other yeah. actor. So yeah. so doubling down on the mistake. Saying, but it kind of doesn't bother me as much. I don't know. Well, yeah. and the thing is, I would have let. I'm fine to let it go if this would have been a good episode. But unfortunately, I can't even say that this was well made, and I'll get to that in a moment. But this well, I'll just say, keeps shoveling sorry. shit right onto the same fire. Well, I'll I'll say I like I had some trouble with this episode, and I I you know me I'm I'm kind of like a little bit maybe too much of a fan mm-hmm. sometimes that I'm willing to 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 support things. I think we're both. I, don't know, I think I we're both putting it, our head in the same hat right now, which is weird I, when two dudes do that. But we're cool yeah, with it. It's a big hat. But I'm like, pointy okay. Head. All I, but I will. Say, all I'm going to say is like, this better be setting something up. Yeah. Because if it's not, then I'm going to be very disappointed. They, uh, as yeah. it stands right now, I ended this episode and I'm like, I don't like the biggest thing was like. Okay, they're gonna, and I, we're not exactly there to discuss it yet, but you know, I, they're gonna bring back. Walt and Jesse, and it'll well, be organic. That's, that's to the, the story. next scene. We might as well talk like, about it here. And I'm like, is it organic to the story? Because the only no. thing I got from it, and I, I thought about it long, well, not that long, but I thought about it seriously after the episode, and after I rewatched um, Better or Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul <laughs> episode, which I highly recommend watching the two of them back to back. That's a good call. It, I will try that. But it's it's uh, it's the only thing I can think of is it doesn't do anything for this show, but it adds some context to Breaking Bad in that perhaps, well, it adds, it adds something to this show. I think it, it adds first that Saul was more of an influence on Walt rising from small potatoes to being something big than we perceived in Breaking Bad, but also 
the only thing I think it serves in this show is that when he is given the advice or when he knows better to back off and let something lie, that he will ignore it and he will go and try and do what he thinks is right or do what he wants to do. Cause he went, you know, Mike tells yeah. him small potatoes, leave it alone. And nope, he wouldn't let it alone. And look where it ended up for everybody. I think, they, I think that they were trying to say that it, it made an oversized impact that if these two men had never encountered each other, most of this whole universe would not have happened because they, you know, Walt would have stayed a small-time guy. He wouldn't have gotten introduced to, to Gus and those connections and everything. I think that uh, a lot of the stuff that happened over the course of all those years was because of this one thing, and that's probably why they were emphasizing it. I so, am going to go ahead and step in and disagree because I don't think that this made any difference with regard to – because – when that this situation came down, if you think about this from perspective of someone who has watched Breaking Bad, which is us, um, mm-hmm. he wanted to know how much they had on hand. He, in the moment in the office, is when it ratchets up. Just Saul was already doing from the what we saw in Breaking Bad, taking this to the next level was already established and it was established well in a concise way of telling with storytelling. What this entire scene did here was try to play the greatest hits to an audience that knows them. Because if you had mm-hmm. never seen Breaking Bad before, you would have no fucking clue what any of this is all about. But mm-hmm. if you have seen Breaking Bad before, you know everything they've already said. Him calling in yeah. the crystal ship happened in the show, and Walt reacted the same way. So the man yeah. that can remember everything about science, that doesn't have to Google a fucking thing to even make thermite, can't remember that he called it that and that it upsets him that he calls it the crystal ship because that's fun. So, okay, fine. The talking about it dying when it idles, they explain what it was that did that, which that's weird. Why would the fucking fuel pump, uh, whatever, I'm not going to get into the minutia of that. But, no, because it's the next episode is four days out. So right. it's kind of, but it kind of like, but you, it like it's adding context to a different show, a different Ooh, episode. But the like, problem is, is it's acting as if they had never had this conversation before. When they have this conversation later about it dying, they talk I mean, about Trent, it in the but, show as if they didn't know why it was it would die. But they talked about how he was nervous every time he pulled out in traffic. Yeah, well, they just had a conversation yeah. here as to specifically what the fuck it is. So, but my my thought is like to be honest, and I thought this last night is that all these color, all the scenes filmed in color. Uh, the ones, I'm sorry to say, the ones with Walt and Jesse were not necessary. No. The only, the only one that was, was, uh, what's, in my opinion, relevant is the one with Mike in the office. I am gonna actually take that one from you too. They made the same fucking joke already in Breaking Bad about the Swingmaster. He's like, I'm not Uh, gonna talk to you while you're doing whatever that uh, is. But that's not the part. The part that's important is, is the Saul not dropping when it's the better. When he knows better and when someone else tells him. Either it's way, better. rounding out like... what I was building up to is that no, sorry. Yeah, cool. this Continue. entire part, and this is where, like, I typically when there's like a sequel to something coming out and everyone's like, oh, it's going to ruin it, I'm open minded <clears throat> because there have been sequels in the past that I don't think are as good as the ones that came before. And I'm like, well, I still like the first one. Um, like the Ghostbusters, when the answer to the call came out, I was like, it's fine. It doesn't take anything away from the and like universe. the Phantom Menace that hit it right out of the park. But the thing is, is <laughs> yeah, yeah no shit. but the, the thing is, is that when it detracts from the thing I love. So like with a great example, um, the Matrix <laughs> four took away from something I love very dearly. 
when George Lucas popped back in the terrible CG in New Hope. Like, I get furious when I see that because it looks so bad. It makes it in that movie, it doubles up on the dialogue. So he tells the same thing fucking twice in the same fucking movie within a few minutes of each other, which is bad fucking writing. This is recycling and reusing jokes they've already done. Number one. Number two. If these happened then, when they happened again later, it's as if no one remembered anything happening here. This takes away from the thing I love. This is piss-fucking-poor fan service. I think this was terribly fucking made. I'm pissed off it was... Like, if I didn't know they were going to be in this, maybe, maybe I would have, like, rose-colored glasses on and I would just have a big fan boner. I'd be like, oh, it's great. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's here. Everyone, Mommy and Daddy are home. You know, no one's mad at each other. But instead, it's all over the fucking news, and and it's just it, there is a level of hype that you can't get away from. And when it got here, it's like, who was this made for? Because everybody's seen this stuff that's a big fan, and if they haven't, if they're not a big fan, it will make no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I I agree with that. Like I don't think like as much as I love those characters and I want to see them, I want them to to fit in the story, and this was not. Yeah. This was not necessary. I do think the the final bit of the Mike and Saul in Saul's office scene was relevant uh, because it it illustrates the point that back uh, two years ago Saul didn't ignore the the prop, the good advice the prop like the, the to do the right thing and just let leave this guy alone because he's he's going to end up with a bullet in his head or in a hole you know or in, or arrested by the police or whatever. And, uh, I mean, it's quite foreshadowing for Mike as well, because he ends yeah. up shot by him. Sorry, it, folks. It, that, it does, but that, again, I, but, I, we've but, seen a thing that but, already establishes some Breaking Bad. I, I, but, I, uh, I feel exactly the same. But, uh, we've never, like, that's the only bit that was, we never saw Mike giving that advice, uh, to Saul. But everything else, like I said, and I, I want to see Walt and Jesse. I really do, but, I don't, I want them to be, I want whatever they are in this Better Call Saul for to be important to the Better Call Saul story. When we were watching Breaking Bad, the greatest show that's ever been made, and we got to see what happened before Jesse rolled up with the Methabago. You know, when we're watching it, the the show, he's like, I need you to go get us a, a, a mobile home. Here's your money. Jesse goes and blows it at a strip club. Combo mm-hmm. rips off his own mom for Jesse to get the Methodego. <laughs> yep. That was revelatory in an immeasurable yep. way. This is this is very. I, I bring this up often with prequel type stuff. Is uh, Wind Through the Keyhole, which is one of the Dark Tower books, and a lot of people get a little frustrated with that book. But I actually think it's very beautiful. I think it's very pretty the way it's written. Like I think it's got good imagery in it, and it's all of your favorite characters like jumping back to a point in time. Because, like, the end of the Dark Tower series, it's a big epic series, so, like, you, you lose a lot of characters and connections, get lost, and, you know, it's a big ending. So to go back and everyone's together and alive and, and, and kicking, and to have a little tiny story that's, like, not that necessary, but still beautifully and fun and, and just nice to have is is great. This, on the other hand, was... I think trying to be that it just wasn't. It's it's on it's on the it's on par with. They heard me all the way in Lincoln. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> I don't think they. 
like, I don't even know if they were trying to do that because it was not that. It was definitely not that. I agree with you. Shane, you're being really quiet. I just uh, don't think I hated it as much as you guys. Let's, I'm not let's saying hear, I hated it. I, what you I will take, liked I will it. take episodes of, of Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad all day long. I didn't hate it, but I'm not happy with it. That's the best yeah. way I can put it. Uh, yeah. I mean – I, I will say that, yeah, I, I didn't think it was the best episode ever, and I'm uh, I, I'm not a super fan of, of Gene and his new schemes and stuff that he's doing with uh, Jeff. Uh, but I can't help but feel like it's there for a reason. Now, I know what y'all are talking about is the Walt and Jesse stuff. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm easy... I, I'm a mark, man. I, or or I'm, you just can say some nice stuff in it. Like, I, 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 I would I rather it's hear going somewhere. Stuff. Yeah, I, I hope that it's going somewhere, and I hope that it that in the next two episodes more is uh, is revealed. But uh, I don't know. I it was it was okay. I mean, do you think they're gonna? I mean, it's kind of not really worth talking. I was just say, do you think this is it for Walt and Jesse, or do you think they'll be back in next? Episode? I would I would think that it's it. Someone online said something about apparently uh, uh, Brian Cranston had tweeted about having a solo scene. Uh, so maybe there's more. Yeah, because um, they'll probably be, I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't have at least done an in-the-office talk, because they had a few of those throughout the show, and they always came in, like, part of the way through the meeting. So, mm-hmm. like, I think if they did want to do it, that's a set they have, and it's two people that can just sit down and talk to each other. And you can cut it in ways they don't have to be in the same room at the same time. So, like, that's a... A good place to do if you if they wanted to do that. So I could. They, they yeah. I think whether they do or not, uh, mm-hmm. this is a fine ending. Uh, for the if we never see them again, I'm fine with that. But uh, I'm hopeful that the next two episodes will make us feel differently about this episode. Mm-hmm. I hope so too. I really do. Yeah. I wish they would have just aired the episode Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad, and we just watched that again. I think I would have <laughs> been a happier boy. Mm-hmm. We do. I also in... feel like uh, they probably felt obliged to do this because they when the show started they named the show after an episode of breaking bad and yeah. i think they probably said when we get to the end we have to do an episode named breaking bad which and we have mm, to have Walton Jesse's that's show. another point that i didn't get to was that's another fucking fumble in my opinion um mm-hmm. they had a naming scheme when they've done naming schemes in the past, there's only been one time that they've fouled up on it, and it was because of the evil corporation, because of Big Jello, <laughs> because of Big, Big Gelatin <laughs> took them down. Um, and so, so like this season to have that going, and then if they would have broke it for this episode only, then that would have been cool. But like I'm looking at the rest of them, and I'm like, why did you start with the naming convention and then just lo- what a lazy fucking Thing I don't that you've done. have that problem because the 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 naming convention was for the was for the Jimmy episodes. The they changed it when they went to Gene, and also all the seasons up till now have been ten episodes. So they did this for nine episodes. They finished with with Jimmy slash Saul, and then they switched to black and white. They switched to Gene, and they switched the naming convention. Right. So I don't think I don't think it's a big deal. Well, moving forward from this, when we do get back to back, back to black and white, when uh, uh, we got Gene going back into the um, uh, the Griff, we've got. I, do, am I the only one that thinks that Jason Sudeikis was in this episode? Uh, they had Stuart from Big Bang Theory, the comic book, or the guy from Wet Hot American Summer, or the guy from Hitch. 
That's the yeah, the guy you're talking about, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's great. But I, in the call when they they do a bunch, a few quick cuts, like a montage before they get to Cancer Man, um, and they, I, one of them looks like a dead ringer for Jason Sudeikis. I, I tried looking it up, but couldn't find anything. So I'm probably wrong, but it, I, it felt like the director just knew him and he happened to be in town. Like, oh yeah, I'm taking yeah. a break from Ted Lasso, so let me come in and just, you know. <laughs> well, a couple of those faces look familiar, but I wasn't. I I don't know. I didn't. I, I don't know if I thought. I think that it was just character thing. actors that I recognized. Yeah. Places. Maybe so. I, I, maybe, I don't. Maybe. I yeah, didn't see Sudeikis, but you know. Yeah. Maybe I. But just I did. To I did look because they had the scene outside. They because they served the Moscow Mule and they they had uh, the Copper Lounge was the name of the bar and I hmm. I just kind of Googled it to see and it's actually in Albuquerque, not in Omaha, but. <laughs> Well. <laughs> but it's an actual bar in, in uh, Albuquerque, oh, which is fun. yeah. So it seems like a place to go actually because it was pretty highly rated. I, think. I wonder Wait. whether that bar was excited because it's like every other business in Albuquerque has been on these shows. Hold and on, yeah. finally, Wait. two episodes left, we get in. Stop. <laughs> the bar that they're in in this episode is in Albuquerque. Yeah, not Omaha. Like the in real in the real world. The Copper Lounge is a place in in Albuquerque, oh. but they used it as a bar in Omaha okay. in this episode. They weren't going to move the filming of the whole show yeah. to another state. You don't ever. think they filmed where the snowy stuff is in another state? Is the snowy stuff also in Albuquerque? Probably. They, they, really? Remember when? Remember it when Walt went to New Hampshire? They, they dumped a bunch of fake snow on the ground. And, or it was fake snow, yeah. <laughs> and it, like when he when he left granite state like when he left his cabin and he went to that little bar and he called uh-huh. called uh, walt jr and then he saw gretchen and and uh, what's his name on tv uh-huh. the snow and then and then the like police were coming for him like there were sirens or whatever and he went out in the snow that snow was all just fake that well, was all that's also like inside <laughs> of a car that's like so tightly shot they have no, scenes... no, it was out... hold on it was they have outdoors. scenes that are like raised up on a crane in this one of a four-way stop and it's just like Flat fields with snow on it. Then there's like every house has snow around it. And then the outside has snow around it. Like, did okay. they go around to a, like a hundred different places and drop fucking fake snow, which is usually uh, potato flakes, by the way. Oh well, Sometimes that they could have done. I mean, they could have gone. Eh, north. They north. I'm sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's interesting. I mean, they could have gone north, north New Mexico to what? What's up there, Colorado or Utah? Uh, just, I'm just like honestly. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, but I'm also mad. <laughs> but they, I mean, they could have pasted a, a different sign over the Copper Lounge sign and made a different name for the bar and, and made it like something that only exists in the fictitious world of Better Call Saul Omaha. I just know that I'm going to do what I do. I'm do something similar to what I do when I do a Mission Impossible marathon. When I get to number two, I just skip it. When I get to <laughs> this one, I'm just going to watch the episode of Breaking Bad again. <laughs> and be a happy boy because that's I think what I'm missing in my life is I'm honestly like chomping at the bit to get back to a Breaking Bad rewatch. We've a few of us we've talked about it on here and I've heard other people talk about it outside of here and I'm I'm like yeah as soon as it's over I can't fucking wait to hit up a Breaking Bad rewatch. I I I, I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing it this winter. I'm saving it for. Ah, oh, good call. Good call. Winter, oh, winter co- cozy up and bundle up with fucking Breaking yep. Bad on. What's fucking better than that? Nothing. That's yep. awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anything else before we hit the mailbag? 
Um, yeah, I, I I wanted to talk about uh, William Oakley switching teams and, and oh, uh, he trust, came out. <laughs> trust, 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 experience, trust Oakley, and uh, you can call his number and you can go to his website, and they're both there. You better uh, woke so. Oakley. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, thought that was so. There good. was there was that. Oh, the fade from. The fade from color to black and white, and from the grave in the desert to to Jean lying in bed. There were a lot of great transitions this episode, but that one I thought was was impressive. That scared me because it was like, is that yeah was that foreshadowing like there is a couple of things that I do appreciate in the black and whites, and one of them is he's slowly becoming uh, fast Eddie from Color of Money. Um, he he looks like Paul Newman in Color of Money. Uh, Saul does, and um, and he's doing the gris and everything. But also, I because I don't have no fucking clue what was the phone call was about that he yelled. He then goes like hard mode on uh the the griffs, and I was my first thought was he's trying to raise a shit ton of money because there was a scene before that where they brought up the fin- the guy that was a fence for jewels that was in I think Canada, um. And then he's got the diamonds. So it's like, okay, maybe he's trying to like rush, put together a chunk of money and to get to take care of that or to get to work or to do something. But them showing that scene is him paying, him sending all the money he's making on hookers and strippers and a swing master. It's like, oh, he's not saving his money. He's just like on a fucking death run. He's just like, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, and what I didn't care about anything anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think the last thing I'll say is uh, what I didn't like at the very end, or what I what I said is like, what are you doing? Is that his he kind of crossed the line by smashing that window. He's breaking and entering, and that's like never. But that's the point is he doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the that's I'm just like Saul. What are you or Gene? What are you doing? Like, like you you should know better. Like, are you just giving up? Is that what he's doing? Like, it seems it, like it. Yeah, I I just uh, I didn't like that. I don't know. Maybe it's, one of these days they'll tell us the story. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I know. I'm being I'm like, again. I want to point out that I am being uncharacteristically mean for this show because I I believe in what Mike Ehrmantraut said because we because you know we should all trust in um, Jonathan Banks, and that is I took a half measure. I should have taken a whole measure. And that is what has gotten us in this quagmire that we're in today. <laughs> I blame myself. <laughs> trust experience, trust Ermintrope. Yeah, man. <laughs> Love that man. I do like that he popped in for this episode because I think I brought this up last mm. time. I got kind of sad when I thought, oh, we might not see him anymore. Because I like yeah, I love yeah. Jonathan Banks. I fucking love the man uh, as a person. I love the character of Mike Ermintrope. Um, yeah, I was glad. I didn't even notice if his name was at the beginning credits or not. But... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have two small things. Yeah. Um, uh, number one is when uh, the first time that they showed the the grift, right, where the uh, I don't know his name, dog guy comes into the house and oh yeah, that was another point is that that dog is a good boy, a good boy. <laughs> but when he comes into the house and starts taking out that guy's wallet and all of his ID and cards and everything to take photos, 
the only thing I could think was, I sure hope he remembers what goes in what slot of that yeah. <laughs> Right? That's a good fucking... <laughs> damn, I didn't even think about that, because I, I forget which side of shit goes in what in my wallet sometimes. I'm like, I had the right. same thought, Shane. I was like, how does he remember which one goes where? <laughs> wow. And then the uh, the last thing I have is uh, that we found out that Kim is working at a sprinkler company. Ooh. Next week is called Waterworks. Good one. Mm. Yeah. So. Maybe he's trying to make enough money to buy the company so that way he's the boss and she has to have sex with him. That's how work works. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping that we it means that we might see him next week. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But that, nice. do- that I have to say, that dog sat at the front door of that he's house the whole time. That is like boy. one good boy. Yeah. That's two good boys this season because there was the one uh, in oh. Germany. That was oh, like, boy, yeah, very yeah. good boy. He was in and my house. It's fine. He <laughs> was a very good boy. I um, uh, I was thinking about him having the dog with him is actually kind of a smart thing, especially being a short-haired dog, less likely for pet dander if someone was – like, let's say something got found out, which how – but if it did, and there was like forensics fucking evidence, maybe they could find. Oh, there was a dog's butthole right on this spot on the the floor. And, <laughs> but but more than likely not. But more than likely because he walked there. I mean, he drove a bit, obviously, but like he was walking into the driveway. If he was out walking and like a cop came by, I was like, "What are you doing out here?" He's like, "I was walking my dog." Like, he had to take a shit, so I took him for a walk on the side of the road. There's no way you could be like, if you're in court, and you're like, no, I didn't break into this guy's house. I was walking. You think a burglar breaks in with a dog like it's a cartoon, <laughs> Judge? Come on. <laughs> this whole court's out of order. I thought it was kind of smart. If you have a good boy or a good girl. Yeah. Such a good girl. Such a pretty girl. Such a pretty boy. <laughs> um, well, Let's get to the emails. If you want to send us emails. Send them to baldingeffect.gmail.com. If these are just emails you want us to read, don't put quiz questions, because they'll be asked as quiz questions, and that'll be weird. First one we got up <laughs> is from Bricktails. Nope, these are questions. Ooh. I actually clicked on the questions one, and I was oh, like... Oh, no. Now you see the questions for the... <laughs> now I've gone backwards <laughs> in time. Everyone's head explode. <laughs> Bricktails says We're starting the podcast over again from the question. <laughs> and for some reason he calls it he calls his email uh seeds and stems. I don't know. Fuck, that would have been a better title for the fucking episode. Shit. Oh, good point. God yeah. fucking damn it. I'm so mad at this episode. He says, Hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Don't tell me to stop trying to cast. Y'all know aspirate you know, aspirations. But I really dislike this episode. Oh, I felt like they paid off multiple teases, but everything fell flat. First up, we got the call to Francesca. This was set up over two seasons ago, and it promised to give us some connection of the Saul story to the Gene storyline. Maybe Saul set up some crazy scheme that would pay off and bring him back to some, back to power somehow. But no, instead we just got him asking for news from home. As Francesca right. said, uh, he could have just used the internet to learn m- much of this. Do they have yep. internet where you are? Fucking yeah. get them. <laughs> Fucking punch yep. them in the nuts, Francesca. Oh, by sidebar. Well, they have cat videos. So, yes, true. Sidebar, uh, later in the episode, the, or maybe before this, the man says he's got, uh, like, scotch or something, booze or something, and nuts in his mouth. Am I the only one that's so juvenile that when he said nuts in his mouth, I thought... Well, it's either that or on your chin. Am I the only uh, one? 
I didn't think that, but that's also, I don't remember that line, so. Okay. It's just, I'm a, you know, that's like a fucking thing when you're a kid. You're like, what are nuts on the wall? Walnuts. Mm -hmm. What are nuts on your chin? I'm not going to finish that. Yeah. But I was a, we were vile, disgusting little boys, the people I grew up with and myself. So anyway, I'm still apparently that. Oh, maybe it's all set up so quick. Nope. Nope. We said that. Said that part too. Oh, and in addition to Huel and Kubi, Saul asked about Ira and Danny. Ira's from, Ira was from Bomino's Pest, and Danny ran Laser Base. I'm glad you said that, because I forgot. Thank you. Um, the internet seems convinced that Danny is Daniel Wormald, a.k.a. Price. Do we have any reason to believe this? It's not like there can't um, be two people named Dan in all of Albuquerque. We did. We I have an answer to that. Price actually called Danny. What's up? Uh, the answer to that is the writer of this episode tweeted out that he did intend it to be the same character. Oh. They just didn't have a good way of uh, bringing it. Like, he named the character Dan uh, because he was hoping that it would be connected back to that. They never got around to it, but in his mind, yes. Oh, no one should ever well, ask why? about Price ever again. I think we've said all but like, what? to say about Like, Price. Saul hasn't been involved with him since season two. Why would he be someone they asked about? I don't know. <sighs> why did they say the same things they've already said? In this episode, <laughs> I don't, you know, like who? But, hey, why does Lord, the why how long does, ago was season two in this show? It might not. Oh, so like now. like eight years. Oh, Whoa. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, it's just it, he, he uh, I mean, he would have to be part of Breaking Bad, Saul's life in Breaking Bad, to be that important, right? To be asked about on this phone call, I think it's the laser tag guy. I, I agree. With I think it's laser tag because he's he's asked he's he's brought up that guy to other people a few times talking about how good of a guy that runs laser tag. And then I think we see him one time and Saul is like he like waves him off like no these aren't good customers or something for buying your thing. There's been some stuff with this other Dan that I think is funnier that he brings up. So I I, I feels like that one. Um. He uh, Bricktails continues, I have two close relatives with the, that name, and neither of them is ever called Danny. One has always gone by Dan, and the other one insists on Daniel. Anyway, that was it. Uh, it was just kind of sad. I'm assuming that's the last we'll see of Francesca. Um, I also I have an uncle, uh, Danny. He goes by Danny, but he's my mom's brother, Daniel. Daniel, my, my brother. Uh, my dad is named Danny. Uh, but oh, he, right goes on. By his middle, he goes by his middle name. Does he? Does your dad have a brother? Oh, that's unfortunate, because if he did, then that person could sing the Daniel song by Elton John, which is a very cool song. I had a I had a good friend when I was like in grade five that was named Danny, but... Danny is a good I hope... fucking name. I don't think we use it much nowadays. I think it's, we should get some more Dan, Daniel, Danny, and Dan's. Danny boy. It's a good name. I also hope Francesca does get to go where her travel magazines show. Sure. <laughs> I, hope, I hope she gets anywhere but fucking there. Um, maybe she has a lot of relatives there. I hope I think she has to stay in Albuquerque for now. Oh, probably legal reasons. The, well, I was going to say to keep the heat off. Like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. If she suddenly bamoosed to Cancun or something, they're going to know something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, Bricktails continues. The one hopeful note in the, in the phone call was Francesca's mention of Kim, which leads to the second disappointing payoff. This, of course, has been building through the whole series. Is there some happy ending in the Gene timeline for Kim and Jimmy? But we just got an argument and didn't even get to hear what they said. I do understand that you wouldn't expect Kim to be immediately happy to hear from Jimmy. She left when their schemes indirectly led to one death, and now she knows he's been an accessory to a criminal empire responsible for a whole bunch of deaths. But even so, I've been hoping for some sort of reconciliation or redemption. Uh, if this unheard argument is the culmination of their story, I'd be pretty upset. I do this 
I do this was I knew this was misdirection, and we will see or I do hope this was misdirection. We will see Kim I again. I think he looked at the word hope or got it. There, yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, if only so that I don't lose all my prediction points. <laughs> 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 I did think that Gene used the old Victor name in his cam was a nod to how much he missed Victor and Giselle. It's a good call. Yeah. Mm. Um, very very good catch. Uh, but finally we get the ultimate tease and payoff: the return of Walt and Jesse. This has been building uh, ever since the very first episode of the series, but once again it fell flat. The reason to return to a previous scene is to see it anew from a different perspective and learn something different. Ideally, that would make you re-examine the original show, reframe the events of Jimmy's storyline, or give us a fresh insight in what happened with Gene. This is, Brick tells is saying the true truth. Uh, but he's saying it much smarter than I said it, because I said lots of dumb words and put swears in it. That's a very professional way of putting it. Um, Brick tells continues, um, uh, but this did none of that. What did we learn from these scenes? We saw that Saw quickly figured out that Walt was Heisenberg, and they were making a blue meth offer to help run their empire, and in the subsequent scene, we said that Mike figured out Walt's real identity. But we knew all of that from the original show. Yes, uh, I know that Mike didn't actually exist yet, but Saul told Walt that his investigator figured it out. So when Mike's character showed up a little later, we could backfill the information. Yeah, he says, um, my PI charged me for like an hour, so I doubt it took him more than ten minutes. He says something of that effect in the Mm -hmm. episode. Um, let's see, he continues, this was no Rochamon, no Rosencrantz, and Guildenstern are dead, no Under the Sea Dance, and Back to the Future 2. It was just sort of repeating beats from the original. Those are good calls, good pulls. Good references there. Yeah, uh, he says, to me it felt like the Villa Gang were going back on things they've said all along, and I felt kind of betrayed. They said in the past that they only wanted to bring back Breaking Bad characters if it made sense for the story, not just for cheap nostalgia. For example, having Hank and Gomi come back made all kinds of sense story-wise. Here it just felt like we got some flashback cameos thrown in because they needed to bring back Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul before the series was over. The other thing that really bugged me was how they have always insisted that they should assume the audience is smart, and how many times we have heard Vince Gilligan mock the how long have we been brothers type dialogue. Oh, quick aside mm-hmm. on this, my local liquor store has a fan up by the cash register, and they actually have a ribbon tied to it! I almost bust out laughing when I saw it. That's how you know it's blowing, Bricktails. Um, he says to me, having Jesse who asked who Lala was fell into a type of uh, fell into this type of dialogue. Every person who uh, has watched this show to the sixth season knows that Saul called out about Lalo and Ignacio when he first met Walt and Jesse, and long ago connected the dots. It felt like redoing that scene was unnecessary, and then having Jesse repeat it again, just in case anyone watching might have missed it, was just putting a hat on a hat. Well said. All of that said, I did really like seeing Walt and Jesse bickering when the Methabago wouldn't start. That was the best part of the episode. The writers still remember how to write their dialogue, and Brian Cranston and Paul fell back into their old rhythms. We also got to have Jesse point out the round bottom flask, but if the whole payoff is just to see one more scene of Walt and Jesse together, we got that in El Camino movie, and it made much more sense in that movie. It was very beautiful in El Camino. Once again, I'm talking about how much I love El Camino. You guys bring it out. It was very beautiful except for Walter's head. Um, <laughs> and you know what? And Jesse's head too. His head was fucked up in that scene too, because he just climbed out of the hole. Not a good head day for the the boys. The breaking balls. That's a good point. Um, he says, okay, grumpiness aside. The other thing I did like from this episode was when Gene was starting his identity theft scam. That guy in the bar was going. Uh, doing all the old bar bets that Slippin' Jimmy and Marco used to pull. That was a really nice callback. While I'm not thrilled with Jeffrey's story, we did get Carol Burnett seeing Saul. I think she's going to maybe figure out who he is, leading to one last big conflict before the final resolution of the show. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to go watch some funny cat videos, and maybe they'll cast some light on into my cold, dark world. Bricktails. Thank you, Bricktails. Very good email. Yeah. Very, very well said. You said it better than I fucking did. That's for certain. Um... 
What do we got? What do we got? What? That's I, fuck, I clicked on another quiz question one. Why do I keep <laughs> doing this? They're in the subject line. You guys did a good job. I'm just my thumb. I have dick fingers today. So which one of you guys would like to take Lana's email? Oh, I'll do it. All right. Uh, so this is from Lana. Uh, sent uh, early this morning. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> the time difference. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, her. <laughs> Subject is email, exclamation mark, BCS episode 11, exclamation mark. Mm -hmm. Good morning, Trent, Shane, and Nick. Good morning. Uh, I can't say I love this episode. Well, uh, there's kind of a (laughs) theme going on here. Uh, It was definitely one of my least favorites so far. It feels like nothing important is happening, and we're just doing lots of reminiscing. It was fun to have a flashback of Walton, Jesse, and to see Francesca, but neither scene really seemed to add much to the story. I thought... I thought Francesca's phone call would be something important, but it seemed to be general chit-chat about how things are going. Yeah, I I agree. Um, Also, the phone call to Kim is more interesting. I hope we see more of her before the show finishes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I hope this is building to a big finale, as so far these last episodes seem a bit anticlimactic. Until next week, Lana. Three kisses. I'm going to take one of those. I'm going to save it for later, and uh, that way... When I'm not in a bad mood, I can enjoy it. I'm sorry to be so dour thank and down. Thanks, Lana. Yeah, thank you, Lana. But I'm also hearing echoes of this stuff. I do appreciate, though, that, like, you know, Shane, you brought up some good perspectives on it. I think, I mean, I want to like it. I want to be happy We have to about trust it. these writers. Uh, we have to, I don't yeah, trust anyone. Like, I've seen, I saw the stats <laughs> of COVID, so I trust no humans. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I, I, or put it this way. I haven't lost trust in the writers yeah. of the show because they're so good. I'm definitely so, open for a good episode. I definitely. I like I'm not what Lana stop, said. You know, like, like we're two if, left. Like if the final two episodes don't make the previous two pay off, then I'll be disappointed in the writers. Put it that way. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe I said that the wrong way, upside the other way around. But sure, you know what, what you mean. Sure. <laughs> um, I will say, you know what? I, I tell you what. Let's. I'll try and think of a, a, a more positive way of spinning this. I do oftentimes talk to people that are fans and were fans of Breaking Bad and are watching um, Better Call Saul, and they'll go, why X, Y, and Z? Why does this happen? Why does that happen? And the amount of times I have had to re-explain to people about the Nacho and Lalo thing is kind of high. And it's something that we all kind of take for granted, or at least I take it for granted, I should say, because we have I have recorded a podcast about every episode in this universe <laughs> And I've been quizzed on most of them. So whether I've, and a lot of times I haven't won those quizzes, but at least I'm like put up to a level of having to keep up with some of this pedantry. There are people that probably are, I don't know, more well-rounded people that are, that probably live happier lives and probably think about things that are far more important. And so when some of this stuff does come back up, maybe it did serve for a lot of people to be like, oh, okay. So maybe there are people out there. But the people that I have had to re-explain the Lalo, not, Lalo um, Ignacio line to, mm-hmm. did also I have talked to them in the past week and they've watched this episode and they've been like, uh, <laughs> this kind of not as, you know, they didn't, they didn't have the the claws out like I've had, but they definitely were not great. But I'm only talking about a handful of people. There's a whole big beautiful world out there, so there might be a lot of people that are like, that was really cool. I didn't think about that. That's fucking dope. I'm glad they brought this back up. Because, you know, in the end of Breaking Bad, um, or at the beginning, of, towards, well, 
I guess towards the end, I had said a really wild and out prediction that we got like hate mail for. And it was talking about how I blamed Hank for everything that went wrong. It's not I as remember. it's not as unwell thought out as I'm saying it now. I'm just doing this for sake of brevity. But I I, I still stick to my guns, and it's I do have a whole long explanation. I'm just not going to bore everyone or make everyone mad about it now. But one of the things that they did at near the end, I think it was in the last episode, is they had a flashback to that moment of him talking to Hank mm-hmm. when everything was at the end, mm-hmm. and um. I thought that was really beautiful, and we had seen that scene verbatim, and I didn't immediately go like, "Oh, fuck you, buddy." I so maybe this what happened in this episode served as that to other people, and they were like, "This was beautiful. I missed these people. It was really nice to see them." You know, even you know, Shane, you were saying like, you know, it's just cool to have them. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, I, I the think thing, there's good to be taken from it. You just made me think that. Uh, like if you if you're a person that never seen Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. this whole series won't make sense because all of a sudden you have this like two year time or five, actually five year time gap from from episode six oh nine where Saul sits at his desk nice. and he's ready to do to do business mm-hmm. and then you jump to this Gene guy and you have no idea what happened in between. Yeah. Like <laughs> so yeah. I mean you have you have to admit like like people know people have to yeah. know. So so adding context to the to to Saul in the desert talking about about Lalo and Nacho is really not that relevant to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, like you know, because you you've already got that from watching yeah, the whole I, Better Call Saul. It wasn't it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that it leads to something else. We'll see. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. I think so. we all are. So. We well, all are. And, yeah. and 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 on that note, until then, uh, this has been the Better Call Saul uh, podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. His name was Shane. Adios. His name was Nick. Fellas, I was enjoying the Laurel and Hardy thing, but I'm not so much a fan of the Bickersons. <laughs> <laughs> That quote fit better than I thought it would. That's pretty good. I was going to call you a narca if I didn't. Uh, I couldn't think of anything better. So I, I'm so pissed I said sticks and stems. I'm so fucking pissed that that line from a song is so ingrained in my brain. I can't say seeds and stems. That I had said the dumb wrong thing. It's like when you accident when you're trying to tell the not that anybody tells this anymore, but it's like you're trying to tell the aristocrats joke and accidentally end it by saying aristocrats. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a fucking doofy bird. I look like a doofy bird. I'm embarrassed. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.